Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Daniel, and we're in chapter 6. But the first thing I want to do is address some of the chronological order issues of the book of Daniel. As we discussed before, chapter 1 was written in Hebrew, and then chapter 2 through 7 written in Aramaic, and then 8 through 12 back to being written in Hebrew. And then in regard to the chronological order of this book, chapters 1 through 4 certainly happen first. Uh, That's the captivity, the interpretation of the dreams, everything that we've just gone over. We also went ahead and did chapter 5 because it's kind of a follow-up in my mind to chapter 4 because, as we know, King Belshazzar should have known what had happened to King Nebuchadnezzar in regard to his humbling himself before the Lord and the restoration of his kingdom. Nevertheless, chapter 7 and 8 come before chapter 5. And then chapter 5 is followed by chapter 9, and then this chapter that we're on, which is chapter 6, Daniel, and the lion's den. Now, most kids are actually taught in Sunday school or in the storybooks for really an unknown reason that Daniel was a young man when he was thrown into the lion's den. But all research by biblical scholars, historians, everyone certainly agrees that this was at the end of the captivity in Babylon and really close to the end of Daniel's life. So scholars put him somewhere between the age of 70 and 80 years old. So we know, remember, that he went into captivity as a very young man, probably a teenager between the age of 15 and 17, 18 years old. So here we are in chapter 6 when he faces the lions, and we know that he is quite an old man at this time. So I want to pick up in chapter 6 and verse 1. It says, It pleased Darius to appoint 120 satraps to rule throughout the kingdom, with three administrators over them, one of whom was Daniel. The satraps were made accountable to them so that the king might not suffer loss. Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. At this, the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. They could find no corruption in him, because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Finally, these men said, We will never find any basis for charges against this man Daniel, unless it has something to do with the law of his God. So the administrators and the satraps went as a group to the king and said, O King Darius, live forever. The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or man during the next thirty days, except to you, O king, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, O king, issue the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the laws of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be repealed. In this case, if it was put into effect through the writing of the king, it could not be undone, even through the king himself. So Darius put the decree in writing. Now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room, where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God. 
just as he had done before. Then these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about his royal decree. Did you not publish a decree that during the next thirty days anyone who prays to any god or man except you, O king, would be thrown into the lion's den? The king answered, The decree stands in accordance with the laws of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be repealed. Then they said to the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or to the decree you put in writing. He still prays three times a day. When the king heard this, he was greatly distressed. He was determined to rescue Daniel and made every effort until sundown to save him. So he realizes that he's been set up, but he can't undo his own word. Then the men went as a group to the king and said to him, Remember, O king, that according to the law of the Medes and Persians, no decree or edict that the king issued can be changed. So the king gave the order, and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, rescue you. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of his nobles, so that Daniel's situation might not be changed. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night without eating and without entertainment being brought to him, and he could not sleep. So he was so distressed that he withheld food and entertainment, any joy from himself, and he couldn't sleep. At the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, O king, live forever. My God sent his angels, and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me, because I was found innocent in his sight. Nor have I ever done anything wrong before you, O king. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. At the king's command, the men who had falsely accused Daniel were brought in and thrown into the lion's den, along with their wives and children. And before they reached the floor of the den, the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. Then King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and men of every language throughout the land, May you prosper greatly. I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. He rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. That ends chapter 6. We will pick up next time in chapter 7.